0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan
1: on News Talk. I mentioned at the start of the show a um, really interesting piece in the Irish Independent this morning. It's by Mary McCarthy, and I'll just bring you a little bit of what. She had to say, um, she talks about the fact that, you know, look, drink is bad for teenagers, but outdoor summer socialising is the prime time for many to start drinking. Some parents are taking extreme measures to try to deal with their child's entry into the world of booze. And I am anyway, I'm giving my 14 year old €2,000 on his 18th birthday if he keeps away from drinking until then. And I decided to do it after chatting last week to another parent who told me the strategy worked with her two sons who are now in their 20s and can enjoy their social life with or without booze. Uh, And I I thought it was a a really interesting idea. Um, I've been asking you to get in touch today about this. I mean, look at that. I suppose in many ways it's kind of, we want to call it incentivizing, uh, bribing your teenagers, whatever way you want to look at it. Neve is with us on the line. Neve, do you think it's a, a good, a good method?
2: Um, yeah, I think it's a very creative method, but I don't think it's a good method, especially with the culture we have in Ireland around drinking. A lot of young people might start heavy drinking at 16, so I know a lot of um, parents would be very concerned about that, but I think the best way to kind of combat that is to really supervise and them about how to consume alcohol in
1: like a safe way So you th- see so it's it's the the kind of supervision is is the thing you think that might work I don't know, a lot of the research says it's not the case but but the idea of actually a little bit of bribery you don't think is is such a good idea.
2: Well in terms of like alcohol consumption, I don't think so um I know for a lot of parents a lot of students, there was a lot of bribery when it came to doing the cert. insert. Of if you get a particular grade, you get 20 or if you get a particular grade, you get 50 or and that very much motivates people to study harder. But that was for the benefit of their own future. Mm-hmm. As with drinking culture, when you have other young people peer pressuring or other young people that are participating in drinking culture under the age of 18, that that can be quite hard to... Well not even just saying no, but say well,
1: have the boundaries. Oh it's 106 is the WhatsApp number. I have Mary McCarthy with us on the line as well, Neve now. Mary, where did this idea come from?
3: Hi Andrea, how are you? Good. So listen, you know, I think it's it's my fear that my son is going to start boozing like I did, because I look back now my teens with with, with with horror because I was so lucky I didn't get into real trouble. So um, I was chatting to some parents at his school and there was one there who has two older boys and she was saying, well, this is what I did. And some of the parents, like there is some drinking going on, but not very much. I might say it seems a lot better now than it was when I was, um, you know, 14, 15. But she was saying that this tragedy really worked with her sons, that she offered them the money and, like not only did they were they keen to get their hands on the cash, but they also it was also kind of a crutch. It was also like when they're out with their friends, they're like, "No, no, I have this packed with my parents, so I don't want to try it." So it kind of gave them like an alibi, you know. Um, but anyway, the long story short is that these guys now, when I've met them, they're lovely fellas, and they don't they do drink, but not in a way that you know like I did when I was in my twenties. Like it, it doesn't have to be a, a, your your social life is not dependent on having a few beer drinks, you don't need that to have a good time. Mm. So, I, do you know what, Andrea? Like, my, my son, he's like, Mammy, I don't even want to drink. Like, you know, this is silly. But I just I just feel... But, I mean, he is very happy to have this, 2000, and I feel that it's an added kind of incentive. But I understand that that's a lot of money. Like, to be honest, it's a lot of money for me. <laughs> I'm going to have to start saving now. But I'm just so worried about teenage drinking. I really feel... It's something that I yeah. really, I feel so strongly, Andrea, that I don't want my kids to drink until they're 18.
1: So it's like, worth the financial incentive then for exactly, for you. Yeah. But I have to be honest, Mary, and not to rain your praise, but like, I mean, surely kids could just say, or teenagers, I'm trying to think back to my own time, you know, I probably would have said, yeah, I'll commit to this, absolutely. And I mean, how do you know that he's not going to have a drink? <laughs> Fair enough.
3: That is true. I mean, I guess, like that, that, I mean, that's just a small like part of it. Like, There was a really good, at uh, this article I wrote for the Independence Day about mm. it, there was a really good HSC webinar. I have to say now, it was brilliant. And the HSC said it's going to be available on YouTube probably in the next week or so, and it's called Parents Matter. So they had a big hour-long talk with three really good experts, and they were saying, look, you have to explain to kids that, you know, there's a risk with drinking. You don't you won't understand the effect it's going to have on you. There's accidents, there's violence, there's, you know, mental health. If if there's any mental health problems, and unfortunately there are, you know, um, there was a survey done there in the west of Ireland, and like three, one in three um, 15 to 16-year-olds have self-harmed at least once. So there is a problem there. That that will get worse with drinking. So to kind of chat to them, and then also, you know, to model good behaviour, because if you're landed in the door on a Friday night you're straight to the fridge like your your kids are seeing that you know but so there is you know it's not just I'm going to give you the money and then that's it like and obviously yes as you pointed out maybe they will go off and they'll sneak it on a yeah. sleepover or something. So
1: there will be a level of trust there, you know. For, so. Yeah, well, it's a lo- I suppose it's, 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 as you say, it's it's a lot of money. I mean, you know, the, the incentive is a, is certainly a good one for sure. Uh, Mary, stay with us because a lot of people interested in this um, initiative. Patricia's on the line as well. Patricia, would you try something like this?
0: Oh, I, I have tried something like oh, that. Oh, did you? Oh, great. <laughs> Go yeah, on. But like my kids are 25 and 30 now and um Did so years ago years ago well the thing is I'm very inconsistent person altogether and you know and I said it with the best of intentions but I and my main thing actually wasn't so much the drinking it was smoking which um is probably you know a bit more frowned on nowadays so maybe it wouldn't be the same problem but um and they didn't smoke but I didn't give them any money in the end but they could see how earnest I was about them not doing it at an age where it'll have kind of lasting an impact I find that uh, talking to people I find the younger they do these things the more the problem is the more they're more inclined to become addicted whether it's drinking or smoking and the harder it is to break those habits if you develop them in your formative years so I was just um saying initially offered it and they were like, Yeah, she won't remember that. Um and but then I would say like if you are drinking, talk to me. You know, I'm not gonna judge you. You know, if you mm. need me to pick you up, um, you know, tell me how you feel, you know, if you have and I think opening a discourse is very important. You know, and not judging them, not coming down hard and saying, why did you feel you had to drink and how did it make you feel? And, you know, I'm there if you need to call, you know, I'll come and get you, you know, kind of keep it all open and and positive rather than coming
1: down too hard on them. Is is the peer pressure, Mary, a big part of this, like among, you know, I don't mean necessarily your own son's friend group, but I presume that's probably a part of it as well, isn't yeah, it, in school?
3: Yeah, absolutely. You're calling there, Patricia, you're right on the money, because all the research shows the younger you start drinking, the more alcohol dependent you are in mm. later life. And, you know, that's a win-win for me. If you get to 18, they haven't drunk, and then you turn around and say, I'm not giving it. <laughs> That would be the dream. But, yes, <laughs> you're right, Andrea, so... That when you survey out away Mayo and Roth, Roth Common, 16, 15 and 16-year-olds. So um, what influenced them to drink was if their peers were doing it, um, if their parents didn't really mind if they drank. Um, interestingly, it was boys more likely to binge drink than girls. There was uh, 34% of 15 to 16-year-olds had uh, engaged in binge drinking and a one in five was more than five times. So like that is, it's still quite a lot of drinking that's mm-hmm.
1: going on. Okay. Um, T- Texter wondering as well, Mary, um, I think something, oh sorry, no, um, Mary might want to include drugs in that pact with her son. By all accounts, from talking to teenagers recently, everywhere is full of cocaine and weed. That... Well,
3: there, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's interesting. Like the HSC webinar was also about drugs and uh, there was a guy on, a psychiatrist, Bobby Smith, and he was saying that 20% of, Teenagers will have tried cannabis by the time they leave school and the further 30% will be offered it. And then I think it's smaller amounts doing cocaine and stuff like that. I mean, there is surveys to show the more pocket money they have, the more likely that's to happen. But um, yes, I definitely will. And there's one thing that on that webinar they were saying that... Uh, Cannabis can, you can it can make you very anxious and cause panic attacks. So I think that's a really good okay. thing. I definitely would. Um, yeah, I might throw in the drugs for the two grand pack. That's a good idea. Yeah, on <laughs> on the
1: uh, on um, whether or not people have tried something like this with their teenagers growing up. Alan says we are one of the couples who did the two thousand euro offer if they didn't smoke or drink before they were eighteen. And I'm glad to say they both collected their two thousand euro check. My son and daughter still don't smoke or vape. My daughter who's twenty nine still only okay. Occasionally has the odd beer. My son, uh, who's 33, used to drink but has now stopped. Another listener, my mum promised me a £1,000 on my 18th birthday. I'm 44 now. She was terrified that myself and my brother uh, would turn into alcoholics like her dad and my dad's side of the family. Another listener, I think something like this would have definitely helped me. I drank because of peer pressure. If I could have said I'm not drinking because I'll get a €1,000 when I'm 18, it would have been a great excuse not to drink. This listener, how is a parent know if their son uh, does drink without their knowledge? Uh, you're just taking their word for it, says this listener. Keep them coming into us, Mary McCarthy, Patricia, and uh, Neve. Thanks a million for getting in touch with us today. Lunchtime Live
0: with Andrea Gilligan, weekdays at midday on News Talk.